fellow ink drinkers, and welcome back to the Blind Girls Book Talk podcast. My name is Aria. And I'm Belle. And we are two sisters who love reading and love books. And so what we've done is we've created this show to talk about our thoughts and opinions on different books that we have read, all kinds of different topics. Essentially, it is a variety show. So we have talked about bad retellings of stories, book theories, book to movie adaptation comparisons. Really, the list does go on here. But today we're actually doing one of our book theories. And in today's episode, we are going to be talking about the inheritance games. So like we said in our first Inheritance Games episode, Belle absolutely positively loved this book. And because of kind of the style of it and the mystery of it, we figured it would be a good book to go over the different possibilities for some of the things that have happened. Now, for this theory, it is important to note that both Belle and I have only read the first book, The Inheritance Games. We have not read the second one. So maybe some things that we are speculating here will come up in that one. And I'm not going to be the one to read it. That will be Belle. So if we have something that contradicts something we said here, you know, we can always come back and talk about this again. But we just kind of wanted to do our first kind of thoughts on it or Belle did. So without further ado, then... What theory exactly are we covering today, Belle? And what are your thoughts? Like, just walk us through it. Okay. So even upon just reading the synopsis of the back of the first book, it becomes very clear that the biggest question is, why was... Avery. Why was Avery... Wait, is it Avery? Yeah, because her name is an anagram. Yes. Her name is an anagram. Amagram. Yeah, it's Avery. Amagram. Yep. Anagram. Yep, that's the one. Avery is picked by this unknown billionaire that she's never really met. And she inherits everything. Like he writes his family out pretty much. And he's like, yep, it all goes to her. Minus like a couple things here and there. Yeah, a couple little things, but otherwise. It's all hers, baby. Yeah. And so the biggest question is, why was she picked? Which, again, you don't find out in the first one. There is a second one. Now that I'm back in my apartment, my college apartment, and I have the second one here with me, I can finally read it. And then we'll do an update on this theory after I read it. And we'll see if that continues to the third book. Yes, this will be kind of become a little bit of an ongoing thing for us. Now, what are your thoughts then on why did he pick her? I honestly wanted to hear your thoughts first. Okay, well, all right. So my thoughts on it are a little mixed, right? Because spoiler alert for this book. So if you haven't read it, go read it, come back, listen in. But essentially towards the end of the book, Avery finds out that she met this billionaire man once and she was kind of sitting at a diner she was building like a sugar packet castle her mom came over and said like her full name 
And the billionaire guy kind of took notice of it and was just like, oh, that's your name. Huh. That's pretty cool. And that was it. Right. So then she kind of goes through this almost existential crisis of I was picked just because of my name, just because of the letters of my name and because of when my birthday falls, because her birthday also falls on a pretty important date in the the boys' lives. And for me, that is too much of a coincidence. I don't think that it's just that. I think that's her just having an existential crisis. I think that he might have been interested in her name, right? And then he started looking into her because he has billions and billions of dollars and he can essentially get the CIA to look in on them. I mean, not really, but... I mean... Not essentially CIA, but CIA but he could have hired a private investigator yeah essentially he can he can find out stuff about her and I guarantee he just kind of was like you know what she could play because he he liked to play these kind of mind puzzle games and and that sort of thing and he could tell that she was a very logical minded person you know he probably did see kind of some of the bad things that happened in her life. So I think that it very much was a, I see your brain and how it works. And it's kind of like how I've kind of trained my grandsons to think or how I've been trying to train my grandsons to think. And so I think you could run with them and I think you could take them on. So I'm just gonna, I'm gonna give you my money. That's kind of my thoughts on it. At this point. Now, that being said, I will say, too, I think the fact that. And this is, again, another huge spoiler alert in the beginning of the book, she's playing chess with this random homeless guy. And when you get to the end of the book, you find out that this random homeless guy is actually the long lost. Well, He's supposedly dead, but the long lost son of the billionaire dude. So I feel like there's something there, too. You know what I mean? I I feel like that has something to do with it. But those are just my opinions. Granted, I am not that deep into it like Belle is. But as someone from kind of a more who's read the book and has kind of more of an outsider perspective. That's my thoughts on it. Honestly, my thoughts kind of mirror yours. I feel like she was more picked for her brain because really as soon as they met, he was kind of just like your interesting name and everything. And they kind of talk about what her name is. Yeah. And also too, like she was building a little castle out of sugar packets. Like, Normal kids, they go for like the little creamer cups. You know what I mean? Like in a diner, you don't go for the sugar packets. So I feel like that kind of speaks to something too. Yeah. And I, again, in the beginning of the book, it is mentioned, you know, that her and her mom always used to play these games, which I want to say they're kind of similar to the games that their grandfather played with his grandsons but not to the extent that he went yeah they do have kind of their own little games which i really was kind of hoping for the she's kind of this distant relative to them like i was i was kind of hoping for that because that would have been interesting 
You know what I mean? For her to like be thrown in with all these boys and then her being able to kind of take them all on as an equal as a family member. Now, granted, all of the shippers in the world would hate that because they already are shipping her with a couple of the brothers. (laughs) But I feel like that would have been cool. But you find out like in the beginning, they do do DNA testing on her and she's not related at all, which was a bummer for me. Here's my other thing. You also, which I really hope the second book provides more insight to this. Once her mother dies, they had a game called pretty much like secrets. And it was who could keep a secret without the other figuring it out. Mm -hmm. And her mother had one. And it had to do with the day Avery was born. Mm -hmm. I feel like something has to fall back to that because it is mentioned a lot in the first book. Yeah, it is. And that that is something, too. If you weren't going to bring it up, I was going to bring it up because for me, that made my reader senses tingle a little bit. Yeah, that was brought up just just a bit too much. And like, I'm kind of happy. Not from a ship perspective with her and the grandsons like I really could care less about that but I'm just happy that she's not related to them because then it's an outside force who's taking on these four guys and she's just like better than all of them yeah because like even Jamie says she was to get the keys to the the state he gives her the key puzzle that all of the grandsons had been given and pretty much it's a Ring of keys and what goes to what opens the front door. Yeah. And, you know, she has to figure it out and she figures it out really quick. And then later you learn when Jamie's talking to. I think it was Gray. I think it was Gray. I wanted to say Gray, but I didn't want to be wrong. I'm pretty sure it's Gray. And he's like, she solved it faster than any of us did. So, like, she deserves to be here. Yeah. There is that secret. There is something there. I know there is. So it's a matter of what exactly that was. Well, here's the thing. He also, like, the grandfather also doesn't provide any information to her on why she was chosen. Because, legit, he gives each of them a letter after he dies. Yes. And And the the three grandsons... The four, yeah, the, out of the four, three of them get the same letter. Yeah, and pretty much the the youngest grandson pretty much gets a letter saying this is a test for them. Well, I think three of them did. You never find out what the oldest one's letter is. I think it was the same. I think it was the same or something similar, but I wouldn't be surprised if it wasn't. I mean, Gray and Jamie had the same letter, mm-hmm. and so then. When it came to the fourth child, the the fourth son, grandson, he had a different letter that was pretty much just like, keep them on task. Your game will come at the end of theirs. And you find out at the end, he gets a letter. But Avery's didn't give any clues or anything. The only thing written on hers was, I'm sorry. Yeah, hers was just, I'm sorry. And I mean, it did have a clue in the fact that like there was something with his, the way that he signed it and like that. The middle name. Yeah, the middle name and like that 
was a clue essentially to to pull them on. So it wasn't entirely useless, but at the same time, the I'm sorry, that's a huge thing because from everybody who has described this billionaire guy, he didn't seem like the type to be like, I'm sorry. You know what I mean? He was very much a, this is kind of how it is almost. Yeah, because like even the oldest explains to Avery. He explains to her, like, you know, our grandfather had a way of the game. It pretty much boiled down to your entire life is a game. You can either be the glass ballerina or the dagger. Which are you going to be? Yeah, exactly. He very much was a, you can be useful or you cannot be useful. Or not quite as useful. You could be a pretty thing to look at. And so I think there is something there, too, because I feel like she's kind of a mix of both. See, I feel like the quote, beauty is dangerous, but intelligence is lethal. Mm -hmm. I think the entire series is just going to take on that quote Mm -hmm. because really that's what it is. I mean, Avery, I wouldn't say she's described as being beautiful, more so like just kind of average yeah until they kind of glammed her up yeah until they you know were like here's makeup here's nice clothes we're gonna redo your hair but i mean there is something though to say about you know sometimes you know again beauty's in the eye of the beholder kind of thing so it's quite possible she is very pretty and she just doesn't recognize it and isn't going to tell that to the reader yeah i mean even though like she even tells the reader like she never cared Right. So you can't really go off of her for that, but that would be an interesting way for that to go, to be honest. I like that idea of that quote being the way that it goes. I think that would be really cool. I feel like that's kind of where it's going, because, I mean, look at the family had like a picture perfect life to the outside world. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, once Avery enters into the mansion and learns a bunch of stuff, she realizes this isn't as beautiful and glamorous as everybody thinks like this sucks this is horrible yeah it very much is the knives out family it really is like for those of you who have seen knives out that sums up that family you know they were used to privilege from him uh and that is piper making herself known i'm sorry but yeah that is you know they very much are privilege they have grown up to it they have lived with it and so they are just kind of used to that and used to things going their way and then when this doesn't it all kind of blows up yeah and again the whole thing of you can either be the glass ballerina or the dagger that makes me also think of wield your intelligence like a blade Mm -hmm. yeah So, like, that's where I'm, like, kind of then jumping to the beauty is dangerous, but intelligence is lethal. Yeah. Well, that is about all the time that we have for today's episode. Of course, we want to thank you for coming along as we talked about the Inheritance Games and our theories on it. Of course, if you like what we're doing, if you have been enjoying the show, leave a like, leave a comment, leave a review share it all of that good stuff and if you don't want to do it that's cool too but it really does help us to grow the show and then next time we are going to be talking about audiobooks all right well we will see you guys next time bye